We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Knicks now will lose their fifth in a row. Quickly lays it up and in. Career high, 36 for quickly. But it comes in a loss. Greg Popovich and the young Spurs with the victory. Words for Julius Randle, who put up 41 against Popovich. But it wasn't the offense that was a problem for the Knicks tonight as they fall to San Antonio 122-115 and fall back to 500 on the season at 18-18. and 18. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the KFS post game show. My name is Andrew, also known as GMAC, uh, also known as the author of what is hard to being uh, avoided and ignored at this point, the Claudio curse, as, as Anthony Sixto so notably coined it as this losing streak got to three. Um, the Knicks lose 122 to 115 to the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Justin, JP, um, do me a favor. Put up the graphic from the pregame show. I believe it's still uh, in the in the in the uh, fi- the folder. Yes. So this is the team that the Knicks lost to tonight. If you can't see the injury report at the bottom, Devin Vassell was out. He's been the Spurs best player for a while now. Now, uh, Romeo Langford basically gave you the uh, the output as far as stats go on um, what you would have gotten from Devin Vassell, but the Knicks lost to a team that was 11 and 23 is six and 21 in their last 27 games was 30th in defense, 28th in offense, 30th in net rating and bottom five in so many categories, as you can see now they pass the ball well and they lead to a lot of assists and that 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 range true tonight 26 assists on 45 made field goals they're a team that moves the ball that's a san antonio spurs staple um doesn't you can get rid of the graphic and look in a vacuum you almost almost want to give them a pass because of what happened the other night because of how shorthanded they are because they just like got nothing from Mitchell Robinson for most of this game, got nothing from Quentin Grimes for most of this game. And look, they're really getting nothing from their bench right now. And we'll, we'll talk about who played and who didn't play. I'm sure throughout the the part of the, the portion of this, this post game uh, where I'm sitting though, I said on the pregame that 
It's disheartening what happened in Dallas. But if you take care of business, then fresh start and the loss doesn't pile up. New win streak starts. You take care of business against one of the worst teams in the NBA. And it's like Dallas didn't happen. If anything, you take it as a moral victory with a learning experience for the kids. And now we've got a five-game losing streak after an eight-game winning streak. I've got no confidence they can go into Houston and beat Houston on the road. And then after that, you're back home where they haven't been a good home team against Phoenix on Monday. Um, And look, in a vacuum, again, you give them the benefit of the doubt. They really only had two places to go for offense tonight. Julius Randle and Emmanuel quickly, I thought, had a nice two-man game going. They were the only ones Really, they gave them an option and it shows in the box score 41 points for Julius Randle tonight. Um, 36 for Emmanuel quickly. And yet it still is a five game losing streak. And it's a bad loss that they looked a step slow. Um, you would, you would be ignorant to not point out the minutes load that they had the other night. Now, look, they went into the Evan Fournier well tonight. Derek Rose played 16 minutes. I, I thought maybe like eight to 10 minutes too many for Derek Rose, but I understand like you need people to come off your bench. Um, Hartenstein, man, his, his minutes are looking worse and worse as the season goes on. And you could say he's not being used correctly fine, but in the way he is being used right now, he has been a net negative for a while. And then look, I was actually on the side of I want to see what this Cam Reddish thing is for most of the season and was honestly on the side of if you're going to bench, if you're going to bench Derrick Rose, I would let Cam be the guy that plays for Deuce. Now, Deuce, I thought was fine on, on, on defense tonight. He was, he was two for nine, two for four from three, which is an improvement over what we just got from him. Um, but I will throw a bone to the cam hive. And it's like, if I've got to watch Derek Rose, who looks just like those two layups in the fourth quarter, he looks cooked. He just does. He's a six minute player at this point. If I've got to watch Ev- uh, or Isaiah Hartenstein minutes, regardless of whether he's being used incorrectly, like why not just see if you get a spark out of cam, just just see what it is against a team like this. Now, look, they were getting, they were getting out hustled and outplayed for most of this game from a team that clearly smelled a victory that was in play for them. Um, and so I'm not going to guarantee that Cam fixes that. Like, I'm not going to Cam Reddish ever for the out hustle play, you know, like the, the energy boost, but at least on offense, he might have given you an extra option than what you were getting tonight. And look, as a Knicks fan, As a Knicks fan, this journey that we've been on this year, that they have a disheartening loss that feels like it's rock bottom. Are we firing everybody? And then they make a rotation change. Then they, they so quit. So what's it called? Evan Fournier is out of the starting five. Then they have another disheartening loss against OKC. You give up 145 points. They're going on a five game road trip. 0 and 5 is predicted by this podcast. Another rotation change. All right. So we pivot again and they're back home. They lose a couple of close heartbreakers, but the defense hasn't been fixed yet. Fournier is out of rotation for good. Rose's minutes are getting less and less. They have this embarrassing loss against Dallas. 
we pivot one more time. And it's the pivot that we've all been pointing to to be like, okay, they found an identity finally. And here we are again. Now, look, this one, again, no Brunson, no RJ Barrett. And I don't know how they weather the storm. And maybe that's what the saving grace is going to be for this stretch that two of their three best players got hurt. But in the moment, it's a five game losing streak. And man, like, Alan Han brought it up. You wonder how much of the disheartening disheartment they have from the other night against against Dallas and how much of a, a loss like that where you play so valiantly for 47 minutes and 30 seconds, almost heroic, and you end up losing in a historic fashion. And the the headlines are are not how well you played for the night. It's that someone had a historic night against you. You know, like the the headline is that someone did something that nobody's ever done in this league's history against you. And you have to live with that. And the only mention of the opponent is that they blew a nine point lead in 30 seconds. And then you have to play again in two days. And it looked like it it was wearing on Quentin Grimes. who went one of 10 tonight. It looked like it was wearing on Mitchell Robinson. Comes off a, a 20 and 17 game, had zero points and six rebounds tonight. And like, like, a night where Mitchell Robinson only gets three offensive rebounds, a night where the Knicks ended up actually with 13 offensive rebounds. Nine of them were in the fourth quarter where they were playing catch up. Um, it's one of the more disheartening losses of the season. And I wonder, I just wonder, like I've, I've, I have no attachment to the coach. I thought he's been fine this year. I thought it was, it was like chef's kiss that the Knicks hit a two, hit a bucket to make it 120 to 113. Um, the Knicks trap in the backcourt and the Spurs, so I forget who the player was, looked lost and was about to get tied up and it was right in front of the Spurs bench. And what does Popovich do? Calls timeout. It's just too perfect that the exact same situation happens two nights later and the other team's coach who's a Hall of Famer. And look, listen, this is where... You have to concede Tibbs isn't a perfect coach. You know, he has to own what happened the other night. And he has to own that his players look gassed tonight. You know, he has to own that you, you lose a game like this to the worst, one of the worst teams in the league. Again, no Brunson, no RJ. You have to qualify it with that. Fine. But, you know, I, I really do wonder how, how much this spirals. Do, do we get a loss against Houston and you're 0-3 in Texas? And then we're playing Phoenix again. Are we going from eight straight wins to seven straight losses? Now, look, maybe Brunson plays. They win the next two and the parade's back on. But this is not a loss that you should be able to accept regardless of who plays. Um, I can understand the Knicks not having that many offensive options. The 115 is probably the best you could possibly get. The 122 against a, against a Spurs team like this missing Devin Vassell is just unacceptable. And that's... That's the identity we thought we had found in this team that especially the other night showed one through nine in the rotation. You weren't going to be getting 122 points scored on you anymore. And unfortunately, that's what happened tonight. And it happened against a team that, you know, doesn't have that many, many options on offense. Um, I want to give the floor to you guys. And I should mention John is off tonight. Um, one of his few days off here at Nick's film school. Um, he'll, I'm sure have something to say 
um, whether when he eventually rewatches the game later. Um, shout out to APJP, Justin Palmer, um, behind the scenes producing tonight. Let's get into the super chat. I'm curious to see what the tone is tonight. But first, as always, download the WinBet app now or visit www.winbet.com to start winning. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. That's bet 100, win 100 at W-Y, excuse me, at W-Y-N-N-B-E-T.C-O-N. Download, bet, win. I'm hoping that it's a mix of positivity, um, that there's some, that vacuum I'm talking about where you're missing two of your three best players and you're coming off a game where you left it all out in the floor in devastating fashion and we can, we can, just look at this as a singular letdown game and not the overall big picture of what this season ends up being. But I am, I'm curious to see where it goes. And of course, <laughs> forgotten NYC kicks us off. Hello from the land of embarrassment, hopeless man. I wonder how many more of those we're going to get. Thank you. Forgotten NYC for, for the contribution. Haitian Ferg. It was great to meet you on, on last night during our town hall, man. It was great to see you. Um, uncharacteristic tonight on defense. We never had it. Looks like they underestimated the Spurs and got waxed tonight against a better team. This would have been over in the first half. Bad energy from the jump. You know, it's funny. 48 checks in the game. Let's just talk about it now. 48 checks in the game with two minutes and 16 seconds in the first quarter. It might have been three minutes and 16 seconds. It was late in the first quarter. And the Knicks are up five. And they went from up five to down nine at the end of the first quarter. And you don't want to blame one player for why they're losing. I'm actually looking now. It's 312 left in the first quarter. You don't want to blame one player, but so quickly he was a minus 14. And you look around the the floor, and it's why, like, I agree with you, Haitian, the uncharacteristic nature that they were like a step slow. Like across the board, they were, but these are the vets. These are the Tibbs guys that are supposed to be the the thing he goes to because I depend on you. I can trust you. And they were the ones that got that got run off the floor. You know, like like Fournier, ironically, I thought played fine in his minutes, but he's very limited on the defensive end. Like third third high scorer tonight, Evan Fournier. Um, And then just the rest of the game, like the. Grimes, I thought was a step slow on closeouts until the fourth quarter. He was a lot better. Um, I thought some of Quickly's defensive uh, uh, perimeter defense, I thought he was reaching a little bit. And look, I actually thought Julius played a pretty good game defensively. Um, I thought just uh, Keldon Johnson was giving him the business uh, a lot of times. There were times he was in his face and contesting well. And then look, when you're exerting that much energy on offense to then exert any energy on defense, you know, takes kind of a, a superhuman performance, but I agree with you as a team, Mitch, especially they were a step slow. Um, this is not the identity that we've seen for the last month. And maybe they did come into this thinking this is a, one of the worst teams of the NBA. Maybe it's like, I'm not going to go full conspiracy theory, but maybe it had something to do with why they were like Brunson. You could sit. We don't, we could get by without you tonight. We almost be, you know, Luca going off the other night. And, you know, hopefully he's back on Saturday because you don't want to be losers of six straight and under 500. Damn it. They're back at 500 uh, going into the new year. Um, thank you, Haitian, for the contribution. Kevin Danashevsky. 
This will certainly be a minority opinion, but I can't be too mad at this L. Yes, it's the Spurs, but they hit an ungodly amount of tough shots. Randall had a terrific game, but Mitch was terrible. <sighs> they did hit a lot of tough shots. They didn't hit enough shots for me to say, like, just tip your cap. Like, I thought the Knicks also allowed them to hit open shots, which is now what you want. Um, the second chance points is also where I just, it's unacceptable. Like the Knicks had the, one of the, one of the identities they've had is that they've controlled the offensive glass over the last month. And that just was non-existent for, for three quarters tonight. And that's why they got as down as, as far as they did. Um, I appreciate the minority opinion though, Kevin, I, I hope, I hope other fans are like you and are not, um, defeated or embarrassed by this uh but i'm like you said i think it's a minority opinion thanks kev for over 30 years the law offices of weiss and rosenblum in new york city has been home to a team of award-winning hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results whether you've been injured in a car accident fall construction accident or other traumatic event weiss and rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award regardless of the severity of your injury and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Paul Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenblum.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212 212- Three six 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 one zero zero. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, Knicks fans. Quick break to tell you all about WinBet. 
the official sports book of Nick's Film School. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards. Get in on all of your teams, players, and sports from the NBA, NFL, NHL, Major League Baseball, MMA, golf, the W, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. Download the WinBet app now or go to winbet.com to start winning. That's bet $100, win $100 at www.wynnbet.com. Download, bet, win. It's that simple. Ryan Huang commented that this rotation looks unsustainable two weeks ago. Two starters play way too much. Can't ignore it now. Team is losing. Team looks gassed. Guys look gassed. So oh, two weeks ago, starters playing way too much. So I'm actually going to disagree with you, Ryan, because I did a little research and I shout out to everybody on the pregame show that knows this already. Um, yes, right now, the starters are playing too much. I got like Unless you're coming at this from a Cam perspective, I'll hear it. Not going to guarantee that Cam fixes any of the problems, but I watched Derek Rose and I watched Evan Fournier and I watched Isaiah Hartenstein. Bench didn't have it tonight. I understand if Tibbs only trusts six guys right now and they played the majority of the minutes tonight. So I, I, I can't complain right now that they're playing a lot of minutes. As far as what the Knicks normally do, um, I did a little research. They don't have a single player in the top 35 in minutes per game this year. Um, Julius Randle is 37th in minutes played per game. They have Julius at 37th, um, RJ at 43rd, and Jalen Brunson at 69th in minutes per game this season. Nice. They have three guys in the top 70. Um, the other teams that have three guys in the top 70 are Boston, Brooklyn, Chicago, and then Charlotte, Cleveland, Miami, Philly, and Toronto all have four guys in the top 70 in minutes per game. A lot of teams play their starters a lot of minutes. Um, Toronto, I mean, Nick Nurse, great coach, coach of the year a couple of years ago. Nick Nurse is a genius, right? He has three guys in the top seven, I think. Seven or eight. Regard Ananobi second, Pascal Scalcom sixth, and I believe Fred Van Vliet is ninth. It's, it's in the top 10. Um, he plays his starters like this all the time. And then Scotty Barnes is somewhere in the 40s. My point being, like, a lot of teams do this. So when you don't have dependable guys to go to on your bench, and right now, Tibbs does not have dependable guys to go to on his bench. Like, ironically, I want Derek Rose to play less. I want Isaiah Hartenstein to play less, you know? I, And it's why, like, bring up the minutes and Tibbs all you want. If these, If there's guys on this team that aren't, like, able to play, regardless of whether I think it's right that Tibbs has put these guys in positions where they're not like, once you're out, you're out. If that's a thing, the front office is okay with that. He's okay with them, that they're okay with him, with him saying you're out, you're, you're not coming back. Then you have to, you just have to find other bodies. Like why, why is Ryan Archer Diakono not able to play in like spot up dude? Maybe he's not dependable either, but if we're, if we're at the point where there's no other options to turn when both Brunson or RJ are out, then this is a collective. You're okay with that. 
And then you have to replace these roster spots with other people. So um, I get it, Ryan. This, this doesn't look sustainable right now because three of their top, I'll say seven guys are all hurt. Um, but I, I, I don't know like what's the other place to turn to. I really don't. If it's, if it's cam, I'll respect it. I, I, I will. I just, I don't, I don't know what the other options are. Like he, he went to 48 tonight. It, it was a minus. He went to Hartenstein tonight. It was a minus. He went to Derek Rose for like entirely too long. And it was a minus, you know? Um, thank you as always, Ryan, for the contribution though. Props KFS, man. We, oh, from court dog, excuse me. Props KFS, man. We need length. Best perimeter defenders are six, two, six, three. Even Grimes is often undersized. Knicks need more six, seven, six, nine guys. I mean, unfortunately, the rest of the league wants six, seven, six, nine guys. Um, you know, no one was complaining about length during the winning streak. Um, I, I'm curious what they do in, in the next few weeks. Uh, to to add some depth to this rotation because like they're not going to survive much longer with with no RJ, no Brunson, no OB, and just like two centers, Deuce McBride as your backups, you know, and then like a cooked Derrick Rose. Um, yeah, I I would love to have all of the six, seven, six, nine guys in the world. Uh, Court Dog, thank you for the contribution. Josh B, thank you for the contribution. Nice contribution. I'm pulling for my team to compete compete for and win championships as long in Tibbs and as Tibbs and Rose are here. That's not possible. Nights like tonight are actually wins for the fans. <laughs> Keep this streak going. Get these guys out, man. Um, I, I, I appreciate, I empathize with you, Brian, something different. Um, when you don't know, the uncertainty is always, or at least the unknown is always better than the known. And I think like we know what the floor is on this team. Um, I don't know. I, I think the, the numbers bear out that they're better than they played tonight. The numbers bear out that there, there's a world that this team could get to a six seed. If that's not what you want, then I empathize with you that this is the path that the organization as a whole has chosen to try and be the six seed at best. You know, um, they tried to get a player that could help raise your ceiling a little more this offseason and couldn't couldn't cross the finish line. Um, and I understand their other opinion is that the other way to get a player like that is to lose as much as possible. Um, look, I, listen, this, this losing streak continues. You might get your wish on one of those guys being gone. This team will get to hire a second head coach, even if it's just Johnny Bryant. Um, I think my biggest fear, Josh, just to to uh, just to fully go into what might happen. Um, I don't see them firing Rose or Tibbs unless it really gets bad. Um, my bigger fear is that because of how shorthanded they are, the panic trade is now part of the conversation. And I don't want them to make a panic trade. Um, I want to make upgrades. I want them to make a trade, but I can't there's a guy in Chicago that while he would raise their ceiling, not high enough that it's worth the assets that should be given up. So um, thank you, Josh. And uh, I hope, I hope, I don't hope you get your wish, but I hope you're able to get more basketball that you've liked 
uh, get bat- more basketball than she want to watch in the future. Hush Zoo, thank you for the contribution, my man. Um, I know he's a pest on defense, but McBride just isn't it for me. I don't believe in the jumper whatsoever. He needs to change his mechanics. I agree. Um, I think in order for Deuce to be on the court, you need other places to provide offense. Like he's fine when he's next to quickly and Obi's there. And, you know, you have options on, on defense. Like a lot of the lineups he succeeded in last year was when you had Derek Rose on the floor or Alec Burks on the floor. Um, you know, other spots where he was able to like, they, some of the better moments for him during the winning streak were him going in with the starters. Cause he doesn't have to worry about taking a shot. He just has to help on the defensive end in areas where they're weaker. When he's there with, with this version of Derrick Rose and, you know, um, Isaiah Hartenstein and Jericho Sims, he's, you know, really not providing you much. And now he's the starting two guard on a team, which then like, it's funny. I was, I was in a group chat with some friends watching the game. And I said, when they were making a run that the only sub I want is Grimes for Derrick Rose, that, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I would have Evan Fournier in for Deuce because yes, they need stops, but you need to at least make it give, give some more space on the offensive end. And I would see what it's like having Fournier close. And yet the next two possessions were uncontested threes, right? Because it was uncontested three and a layup where Fournier gets blown right by. And then like in the middle of that is a turnover where Fournier actually had a hustle play and turns it over right under his basket. Um, yeah, I, I think Deuce is a limited offensive player. I also don't believe in the shot. Um, the words Frank Nilakina come to mind. Um, I do think Frank was a better defender, but I think Deuce is a pretty elite defender as well. And I never believed in Frank's offensive abilities either. And we're on the second franchise for Frank that doesn't believe in his offensive abilities. So, um, I think in the right spot, Deuce is perfect for the defensive end. Um, but his leash might be getting shorter as uh, you know, as this losing streak continues. So we'll see. Thank you, TK. Ryan Huang. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. Evan Fournier needs minutes over Rose. Yeah, I um I got nothing. Derek Rose looks cooked. It's a shame. I've been a fan of Derek Rose the second tour. With the Knicks, um, that contract looks worse. The now we're in year two of it. Um, granted, he can be again. It's it's a two plus one, so the Knicks can get out of it as easily as as early as this summer. Um, if you believe the reports, which I do, it's Chris and Jeremy, and they're they're dependable spots. Um, you basically had to pull teeth to get Tibbs to bench Derrick Rose, and we're all watching the same thing. You know, Derek Rose. Um, the the comp that comes to mind because those free throw, th- those those layups he missed in the fourth quarter were, they were painful to watch. You know, um, the comp that comes to mind is Paul Pierce's last season with the Clippers, where you just saw the lift not there. You saw the things he was able to do in the past just not there anymore, and. Yeah, I, I, I'm curious to see where Derek Rose ends up after this season. Um, 
I mean, knowing knowing the Knicks, if Tibbs is still here, he will be here with the Knicks as as the new Taj, as I, I thought he should be this this season. Um, but man, that's it's not not the worst take to just see what you got in Fournier. Um, I didn't think he I didn't think he played he wasn't the worst player on the floor tonight. He actually gave them like it you can hit a basket. Great. Um I, I wouldn't hate it if they if they went to if they went to Fournier over Rose, I mean, personally, I'd, I'd go to quite literally uh, any available free agent um, over Derrick Rose right now, which sucks because I feel like I'm piling on the guy. But um, it's not, it may be unpopular. I don't disagree, though, Ryan. So thank you for the take. Thank you for the contribution. Um, agree with Hush. This is from Forgotten NYC. Agree with Hush. McBride just isn't good, in my opinion. I don't know about isn't good. He's really elite defensively. Um, his contests and his ability to stay in front of guys is a skill that's really come in handy for the last month. Um, there's a defensive side of the ball where he absolutely is good and can be a, a contributor to a good rotation. I just, you can't have him on the floor with, with so many net negatives offensively. You know, like he's fine if you have four other scores on the floor and he's really just like here's a bone to the to Nilakina hive like the reason that Dallas was able to use him as a weapon last year during the playoffs against the Suns is because they put him next to Luca they put him next to all these shooters all Frank had to do was go like one of three from three he was getting like three points a game and it's because he'd hit one of his like four attempts per game that's all you needed Frank, that's really all you need from Deuce. The problem is he's playing next to Jericho Sims and and Isaiah Hartenstein and quickly who is either hitting his shot or not. And, you know, at times cooked Derrick Rose. Like, I, I don't know if he's not good, but offensively, it's tough to to see a plan where if he's counted on to be more than just like, oh, great. He made one or two of his shots. Um, it's not a long-term sustainable plan. So um, just isn't good as strong. If you weren't coming with too mu- that much energy forgotten NYC, then I'll, I'll hear you out that he's not as good offensively. Um, I am a fan of his defense though. I think, I think his defense can play in this league for a while, um, but we'll see. We'll see. Thank you. Forgotten NYC. Um, hush you again. <laughs> Spurs missing a top score too, and is ranked Ted last in many categories. Just an absolute SMH moment. Oh, well onto a feisty Houston team. Yeah, I got, I got my fears about, about Saturday. You think Kelton Johnson is, is good. Uh, There's a guy named Jalen, Jalen green over there. That's really good. Offensively. There's a guy named uh, Kevin Porter jr. That's really good. Offensively, they have uh, Jabari Smith, the third pick in the draft from the most recent NBA draft. He's pretty good defensively. Um, it's funny they have a worse record than than the Knicks, uh, than uh, than the Spurs, but they they've played really well against some some good teams this year. So I I man, if tonight was a must win, that's that's even more so. You really hope Jalen Brunson's back. At least Jalen Brunson is back. Um, for that one. Thank you, Hush Sue. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. 
a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.